Well, everybody, welcome to another episode of Your Kickstarter Sucks, the podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Farrar, and I'm with I'm joined by my good friend, and it is... Uh, <laughs> go, go ahead, man. What is it? Uh, it's Michael, Michael Hale. Yeah. Michael Hale. That's yeah. said at the exact same time. Thank you. Maybe even a little bit earlier on my end, uh, but Michael is here, and where are we? When I say here, where are we, Mike? Um... We're at, well, we're at my house, uh, sunny, sunny uh, Nashville, Tennessee. All right. Well, uh, folks who tuned into the last episode might remember that you actually uh, record from inside your closet, and so what you decided was, yeah, uh, today you requested that we come over to your house and spend about three hours uh, trying to get the recording system working, and then huddle up in your closet together and record the episode. And that's yeah. what you decided you wanted to do today for some reason. That's correct. That's uh, So now we're both in the closet. Uh, we're in the closet. We've got your big 43-inch monitor in here with us because you... It's getting hot already. It's, I'm warm. It's he- heating up. I'm very uh, warm. We could, we could turn it off for maybe like five minutes. Turn off the monitor for five minutes? Yeah. But then we're not going to be able to see all of our great lines. That's true. Okay, well, all right, we'll just power through it. We'll just power through it. Hey, why don't you take that shirt off, big man? Okay. <laughs> it's actually getting. Um, it's actually going to get even warmer here in in just a minute when I invite our guest in. We have a very special guest. Uh-huh. Very pleased to have him. Very pleased to be sticking him in this closet with us and crowding around the glow of this massive uh, monitor. That's it, exciting, isn't it? It is exciting. And who is it before he comes in? Because I do not know. Well, Mike, our guest today is none other than famous, uh, famous local comedian. I think is how he likes to be billed. Uh oh, famous local the comedian, wild man, the wild man himself, Gary okay. Anderson. Gary, Love come on guy. into the closet. Hey, how are how are, how are you, Gary? Uh, take a seat uh, if you can squeeze around this. Uh, sorry, yeah. it was big, it's, excuse me, Mike. It's huge. It's no problem. Um. Uh, Gary, of course, we're, we're having you on because, well, number one, uh, you're actually a fan favorite. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, yeah, I get a lot of mail uh, about it. Yeah. A lot of emails, too. Oh, I bet Mike would love to get on some of that email action. I would love to get on some of that action. I'm on the computer all day looking at emails. Well, Gary, uh, if you could forward any of those that are not specifically about you to Mike, I think he would really appreciate it. He's been looking for a pen pal. Um, and Mike, maybe we can do a pen pal update later in the show if that's okay. You feel like doing that? Okay. That's. Are you talking to me or, or Mike? I was talking to Mike. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's talking to me. So. So we, maybe we can do that later on. Um, yeah, no problem. And Gary, I want to get into the real meat of it with you. Uh, we're having you on today to discuss a big pressing issue in the comedy world. I'm sure you uh, you're aware of it. You've probably done a number of talk radio hits. Uh, already this week about uh, the Bill Maher situation, yeah. but, but I didn't want to share with you all that um, I'm going through a little bit of a health issue right now, um, and I don't want to spend too much time on this, uh, but yeah, I, I, I got to get out of here, but what, what were you saying? Well, I got to, uh, well, so my problem is, is that I've got a lot of honey in my eyes, um, and I really, I, I'm not going to be able to talk about exactly what oh, no. the situation was. Uh, whether it was a you know a freak accident in the microwave or whether it was a sort of a Winnie the Pooh situation, um, can't really go into that. Doctors have advised me not to get too stressed. Honey, you said honey. Yeah, honey, the condiment from bees. Um, 
So, I mean, well, look, I I don't want to pull any punches on the show. I will say I I enjoy honey, and sometimes um, sometimes when the honey is in a jar, um, <laughs> it's, it sounds like you're uh, writing ad copy for honey. I know what it is. You do it's know what it, it's just honey. Yeah, yeah. But well, when it's in the, I mean, it's sticky. It's, sometimes it's hard to get out. Uh, so sometimes you got to stick your head in there, and and <laughs> um, and sometimes you can't get it out, and then sometimes. Sometimes you, the honey gets in; uh, it seeps into your eyes, and it um, it scalds your corneas because it's also very warm as well. You've heated up the honey as well, uh, so you can swallow it all. So, um, anyways, just uh, so my doctors have advised me to uh, every now and then take a break. Yeah, uh, give take some of the strain off my eyes. Okay. So, uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go ahead and put on this special prescription. Um. Uh, what's uh, like? I, it, it looks like a blindfold. It's not. It's actually a medical device. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like something that uh, you would give to a man who's about to be shot to death. Um, but it's not that. It's uh, this is prescription. This is very okay. expensive. My insurance covered this. And it yeah, it looks expensive. <laughs> yeah, you can you can see how it would be very soothing uh, to my eyes, which are scorched. And yeah, you didn't you didn't mention it. I don't know if you noticed. Uh, you did mention my haircut, which I appreciated, but you didn't mention my scalded red eyes that have, uh, <laughs> they're very swollen. Um, well, I thought you were just uh, <clears throat> tooting on the weed horn outside no, before you. No, no, no. Sadly, no. Uh, this this is all honey, and you can see some of it still crusted um, around my it looks, eyes. It looks delicious. It looks yeah, now I'm going to go ahead and warn you, uh, that's actually what got me into this whole mess, is the deliciousness of the honey. You, you can see, if you look right, you got some of the honeycomb uh, right in my eyelashes. Um, Are you talking to me? Uh, no, Gary, I'm talking to Mike still. Okay. We haven't really brought you in. Uh, just We've introduced you, it's sort of a soft introduction. Uh, we'll get to the meat in just a second. So I'm going to go ahead and put this blindfold on. Hang on just a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, while I get this going, it does actually take a little bit of sizing to to get exactly right. Mike, if you want to uh, talk to Gary a little bit, maybe uh, just give the listeners uh, some background as to what we're going to be talking about. Just a second, I'm going to put this down and get this blindfold on. Hang on. Yeah, no problem. So, Gary, yeah. So, as you know, um, Bill Maher got into a little bit of hot water uh, on account of he said, uh, uh, what did he say? He said the uh, he said the N word. Oh no. You don't, you don't want to say that. Um, yeah, he said the N-word, so got into a little bit of hot water about that. And uh, Mike, uh, if, if I can interrupt you just for a second. Yeah. Um, now that I've got this blindfold on, it's occurring to me, uh, and I'm actually kind of remembering some emails we've gotten uh, mm-hmm. over the weeks. A few listeners have written in, and I'm kind of wondering if they're nodding their heads right now, uh, that they actually thought uh, that you and Gary sound similar a little bit, whether it's the, I don't know if it's the tone of the voice or just the, uh, maybe they're picking up on some of the huh. the vocal patterns. Yeah, that's weird. I, I've never... You know, and it's I've, it's never bothered me. I've never, it's never been anything I've noticed. Gary, I don't know. did you, did you, no, I had no, I had no, I, I mean, that's the first time hearing about it. It's kind of weird. Like maybe you're just, just maybe an accent thing. Just being yeah. from in this area now. For Mike, you're not originally. Well, from does here, it but... when when you have the the blindfold on? You said you, you sound similar. I'm yeah. I'm sort of 
Um, I'm sort of getting what the people, what our fans were talking about with respect to you guys having similar voices. So just while I've got this, uh, and again, it's not a blindfold. It is a medical device. Um, Mm -hmm. while I've got this on, if you wouldn't mind just announcing, uh, which of you is doing the talking, it'd be a little bit easier for me if I could, uh, if I could keep track, you know, uh, orally, I guess. Of of who's talking and um and, and like I said, it, I can, yeah, I can I can do that. If you wouldn't mind doing that, that, it's too. not. And I think maybe the listeners would benefit from it as well. Um, okay. So, anyways, I've got a few more straps to strap on this thing. You guys go <laughs> ahead, uh, just keep going back and forth, and please don't forget to announce uh, yourself <clears> when <throat> you do start speaking. Yeah. Um, and then actually at the end of the sentence, if you can say "end <laughs> Mike" or "end." Uh, Gary, I think that would probably be a big help as well. So I'm going to go ahead and strap this on. Um, so basically, we're, we're at Bill Maher. He got in trouble for saying the N-word. Um, and maybe just kind of explain what some of the reaction has been in the press and that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So this is... Okay, this is Mike, Jesse, um, first off. So, uh, Gary... Um, what was your what was your initial reaction when you, when you saw the clip or when you heard about it? I mean, you're a comedian and... Yeah, you, you you know stuff like this happens. I mean, uh, look at uh, Kramer, Michael Richards, when he had that big freak out. Um, Mike End. Yeah, this is Gary, and uh, and actually, hey, I mean, uh, sorry to interrupt, guys. I'm still yeah. working on getting this uh, this mask together here. But when you started, you said, "Yeah, um, this is Gary." That made it sound like Mike was saying, "Yeah, this is Gary." <laughs> okay. So it's a little bit confusing. If you can just keep it to. Uh, Gary start that way yeah. when I hear Gary okay I'll know that it's we're starting a new here uh, okay although because it, it sounds like Mike was saying he was Gary and if Mike is Gary then I just don't even know what we're it's really confusing. okay that, I mean that's seems pretty straightforward so yeah. we'll just okay I'm gonna get um, back on this uh, my eyes are really starting to hurt again so I'm gonna put this in just a second okay so uh, what was the question uh, again Mike now Gary and and Mike's and Mike start. So, the the question was, uh, did you see the clip? What did you think? I mean, what was your initial reaction? You're a comedian, um, and uh, did you have any? I mean, did you did, first of all, did you even see it? Uh, Mike end. Uh, Gary start. Uh, no, I did not see the clip. Um, what happened in it? Uh, Gary end. Uh, Mike's Mike start. Okay, so. Um, the joke was he sat down with a, a senator from Nebraska, uh, and this is still Mike. And he said, um, uh, oh, I, I, "Do people dress up? Because they're talking about Halloween or something like that, right?" And uh, he says, "Do people dress up in Halloween? We don't. We don't do that quite as much." Uh, he says, "I got to get to Nebraska more." Bill Maher says, and uh, he said, "I'd love to have you work in the fields with us." And he says, uh, "Mar says." Um, uh, hey, uh, sorry to interrupt again. Yeah. Who says you should work in the field? Can you make that clearer? Who's okay? So uh, who's talking? This is this is who's this talking is, in the th- uh, sorry, no my, my left eye. It's kind of real. I think there's yeah, a bee sting. Cover here. it up or something. Man. It, it's really starting to pulse. <clears throat> it looks um, really gross. So who's saying uh, we should have you working in the fields with us? Can you make that a little more like That's, so maybe when so maybe okay. when Mar says his. Uh, question uh-huh maybe say um maybe say uh, i don't know uh let's maybe say end mar when he starts no when he ends okay and then when 
Representative Ben Sassy replies. Maybe yeah. you could say, Representative Ben Sassy, start. <laughs> okay. And then go in, go into his reply. Okay. Yeah. And then when when you're done, and please, um, and I can't emphasize this enough. Uh, please don't forget to say Mike end <laughs> after the the entire quote. If that's when Mike is done talking, yes. Okay. And then, of course, you'll... Okay, so when should I say... This is a, a Gary start. When should... What should I... Should I read any of it? Well, Gary, how could you read any of... You haven't... You don't even know what we're talking about right now. So. Uh, Gary start. That's that's correct, Jesse. I apologize. I don't know uh, what I was talking about. Uh, Gary end. Okay, so I think we've got it from here, Mike, if you're able to handle... I mean... Um, Seems pretty straightforward. I mean, this it's is not, Mike. There's, by the way. Yeah, well, of course, um, we've got. I mean, I'm not confused, but uh, so it's we've got Mike, and we've got Gary. Mm. Who said that? Yeah, that was that was uh, <laughs> both of us. That was both of us this time. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, and then, of course, we've got Representative Ben Sassy from Nebraska, and Bill Maher as well. That's correct. Okay, so. Um, like I said, I'm still working on this thing, so uh, just bear with me. And uh, I really should have done this before I walked in, and I apologize for that. But uh, but you guys have got it, so just go ahead and, uh, Mike, finish that quote if you could, please. This is uh, Mike's start. Uh, yes, Jesse, I got it. Thank you. Um, so anyway, like like I was saying, he, he said uh, they were having a conversation about Halloween or something or other, and he says, uh, we'd love to have you work in the fields with us. Um, wait, so... Senator Ben, I think it's Ben Sass, Ben Sassy, I don't know who it is. The senator says, um, I'd love to have you in the fields, uh, I'd love to come Yeah, and, and sorry, once again, guys, not to be a stickler yeah. on this, but Mike, I am going to need you to say Representative Ben Sass, or Sassy, <laughs> whichever one you're going with. Okay. Uh, but say Representative Ben Sassy, start, uh, <laughs> before you begin the quote, it's a little bit hard for me to track, uh, with this with the uh, blindfold on, well, so, yeah, yeah, it's not a blindfold, but yes, with my eyes obscured, okay. having a hard time tracking uh, who's who's saying what. That, that's all. That's all it comes down to is who is saying what. Um, and yeah, kind of, I kind of need you to pull this one together for me so we can uh, get on with the next segment. But, okay, uh, no problem. All right, thank you, <clears throat> Mike. Start. Uh, yes, Gary. So, like I was saying, um, ah, geez. Christ. Uh, like I was saying, uh, Gary Anderson, um, the conversation went like this. Um, uh, Representative Sass, Ben Sass, uh, said uh, he invited Bill Maher to uh, Nebraska. Uh, Bill Maher said, uh, Bill Maher, host of the Bill Maher show, start, said, um, I got to get to Nebraska more. And uh, so the uh, Senator Sass start said, God damn it. So Senator, Senator, so, okay, look, this is not, this is not, do you have the mask on yet? Uh, No, I'm sorry. I I do not. Please keep going. Senator Representative Sass start. uh, You're welcome. We'd love to have you work in the fields with us. Um, Bill Maher start working now did you close the Uh representative sass or was he saying was sass saying mar start (laughs) 
can you make that a little more clear? Who's if because if he's done, please go ahead and close that. Uh-huh. Representative Ben Sass <laughs> quote before you continue with the with the Bill Maher quote. Uh, and, and again, this is to Mike. No problem. Um, Who no. said that? <laughs> this is uh, Mike Jesse. Mike start. This is Mike Jesse. <laughs> Mike end. Hey Mike. Uh, Mike start. Uh, so yeah, Gary. Like I was saying, um, uh, Bill Mars replied to Representative Sass, and he said, uh, "Bill, Bill Mars. Wait. So Mike end." <laughs> Look, he said the N-word. <laughs> Alright? And, uh... That's not funny. Alright, thanks for that, Mike. I appreciate the explanation. And, uh... Oh! Pardon? What was... What was that? Hang on, just a second. Let me clear this real quick. That's, uh... That's my alarm. Um... I'm actually not supposed to have this mask on for too long. Uh, the doctor says... That it's actually, it seems counterintuitive, but if I have it on for too long, it can actually uh, damage my vision. So, yeah, I'm actually going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and take this off. Hang on just a second. No problem. <laughs> okay, and I got it off. Um, very easy to take off. Yeah, it's it's real simple. Uh, great little device. Um, uh, so, anyways, uh, Gary, uh, if you're st- if you're yeah, still like, still here, okay. Sorry, my vision's kind of coming back to me a little slowly, a little blurry. Um, uh, but I do see you there in your familiar outline that we all know. Um, but I did want to ask you, uh, Mike mentioned the uh, the Kramer incident, um, mm-hmm. and, and that was something that we had talked about early on in the run of this show, I think episode two. Is that right, Mike? Yeah. So um, that was something that we've been interested in for a long time, just as comedy heads. Um and you know it, it's and it all starts innocently enough that I guess that's the thing about it is it just comes out of nowhere. But um, have you had anything like that? I mean, obviously it would have been all over the news, probably internationally, if you had had something on this level. But I you... got I got to a little trouble. Okay, um, so you have had you've had experience with this before. Yeah, I was playing the cellar. That's the comedy cellar. Okay, um, and that's for uh, for comedians and stuff. Yeah, but not the, it's not the comedy cellar in New York. It's a comedy. It's an it's a cellar, but. Oh, okay. Uh, like guy, a basement. <clears throat> yeah, a guy. It was like one of those Craigslist things. You 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 uh, you see where uh, some guy invites you over to his house and uh, just to do like his laundry or something, and he just stands there and watches you. It's one of those classic uh, Craigslist things. Okay, um, I haven't heard that. It was uh, some guy invited me to do some comedy in his uh, in his fruit cellar, and his uh, so it's kind of. It's kind of cool, kind of getting out of there, kind of like getting out in the country oh. and stretching my legs there. Yeah, the gig economy and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So the joke was, that, uh, well, can I can I tell it? It's kind of. I mean, it's. I think it's fine. If it's not too racy, I don't see any. Mike, do you have any issue with him? No, I have no problem with that at all. Okay, Gary. Uh, well, let me give you the proper introduction, ladies and gentlemen. Gary Anderson, the Thank Wild you. Man. Thank you so much. Hey, um, I had a friend who, who told me, hey, Gary, um, I've been a yo-yo dieting. And I, so I thought to myself, yikes, yo-yo dieting. Um, I can't even eat one of those things. And this guy's got a whole, <laughs> he's got a whole diet about it. So. 
No, that's fu- that's they, funny I think though. I was bad at all. Yeah. So what? I don't really know that I. What, what's the problem with that? It's just a yeah, good funny joke to me. What's the big? I uh, what? You know, I'm not even. I have no idea. Maybe it was something I was. Um, is uh, how I was dressed or something. I have no idea. Maybe he had a problem with me personally. I have no well, I mean, I'm just looking. I mean, first of all, you're a great guy, but I mean, I'm looking at you right now. You look sharp. I don't, but what what could have been the issue with respect to your your attire? What were you wearing that night? Do you remember? I was in blackface. Uh, welcome back. We are going to go ahead and uh, jump right into the six-pack. Mike, so let's hear that six-pack theme. How did you like it? How did you like the theme song? Are you asking me how I like the theme song? Yeah. Really the good. The same one that we've had for... Boy, but you've never heard it. I've never heard it. Do you know what it is? No, I don't. Okay, well then you can fucking download it's the episode. Reggae it, number or something, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's reggae. Why don't you go ahead and hit us with the first one out of the, out of the chamber there, Mike, with the six-pack. I'm looking at it right now. It looks like it's a real good one. I'm excited about it. My pledge. My pledge. Um, That's this, a t-shirt right there. This is, uh, this one's called No Safe Spaces, J.F., now, uh, you think it's some kind of a training tape or something uh, of that sort to aid drivers? Or well, now hang on. I thought I thought safe spaces were good because I've been wanting a safe space, but this is no yeah, safe space. So uh, you okay? So you like hmm. to feel safe and uh, be in a space? Yeah, yeah you like you like to uh, you uh, oh, everything's fine and all that jazz. That's what that's what you like. You like to you like to be you like to have the knowledge that uh, everything's okay and no one's going to murder you. Is that correct? Yeah, I guess I'm just a big pussy like that. Yeah, yeah, you are, uh, and you're probably the subject of this uh, film, I guess, by uh, Adam Carolla. You remember him, Adam Carolla? Yeah, from the the Man Show. So here's my obligatory bit where I defend Adam Carolla. Oh. I like Adam Carolla. No, you don't. Well, I mean, I kind of do. All right. There are certain things I like about Adam Carolla. Um, I think he seems nice. Okay. That's my number one thing. Is he? <laughs> that's it. No, that's I. It. So I used to listen to his podcast. Um, I don't anymore um, because it he it was um, it got pretty political. I think some of his more noxious views came through in the end. Um, yeah. But do you think that's the case for a lot of those podcasts? Like, um, well, not ours because we're we're not political. No, but like but, uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan and uh, uh, Opie and Anthony or something. I've never Bill listened Burr. to them, right? But yeah, if, you think they're kind of like radicalizing the fucking forty-year-old uh, dudes who. Uh, well, listen I think to it like every day. This is the thing, and this is what, uh, and I already know what. The, so you probably don't have any opinion on this, but the guy there's a guy by the name of Colin Coward, and yeah. he's just uh, like a very typical sports radio blowhard. Okay, and uh, one of the things that I've heard people say in defense of of Colin Coward um, 
is that, well, look, you know, when you've got to occupy four hours of airspace every day, it's, first of all, it's hard to do by yourself. I mean, it's hard enough for us to do this with two people once yeah. a week, but for one guy to do it, you know, 20 times as much as we do, eventually they're going to say something you don't like, but you got to respect the skill of being able to go up there and broadcast for that long by yourself. So by the same token, I think it's good what Corolla does because he's a good improviser without making it sound like he's improvising. Yeah. He's a smart, he's actually an intelligent guy. He can talk his way around most things. He has interesting and funny things to say about a lot of stuff, but he's one of those guys who grew up poor and then became wealthy beyond imagination and uses that as uh, a bludgeon on people who didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love the, uh, I love people who, well, first of all, it's, it's great when, um, uh, poor people also hate poor people. Yeah. That's, that's always great. good when you can get uh, that but going. Like when a poor guy becomes a rich guy and then he hates poor people, there's some kind of like, uh, sweet fucking, I don't know, shade and fruit or something like that. It's, it's so great. Please don't write in and say how Mike mispronounced that word. <clears throat> well, don't, because uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, but it is ironic, of course, but it's, it's more than that. It's just obvious. Like, of course it's going to happen, because now they have to they have to justify their yeah, current... Like, oh, pull yourself up, but I, I did it. Yeah. If What's I can do excuse? it, anyone can do it. If they admit that luck is involved, then they automatically discount all the hard work that they put into it. Yeah. So it's just it's just rationalization. Like, how do I? Well, okay. So I see plenty of other people who are poor and are not becoming rich. Well, okay. So what's the reason behind that? Well, I know that I worked hard. Yeah. So they must not be working hard in order to continue to be poor. Lazy. They're lazy. They're they lazy. they like being poor. You know. <laughs> so it's just that's just all it is. And so, you know, once it gets to that part. Then it's it's kind of easy to tune the guy out, but I mean, I, I still be if you can get past um, him being uh, like a, a real bastard, then yeah, I think it's he's fine. I liked uh, I liked him on the Man Show, but I was also thirteen years old and wildly horny. Yeah, you know me. You knew me at thirteen. You knew how horny I was at thirteen. Wasn't that show great for horniness? <clears throat> it was. They had the girls on trampolines that would jump up and. Um, if you were watching it, like in on the TV in the kitchen or something, you had to kind of stand in the corner to hide your boner and stuff like that. It was pretty cool. I mean, those pretty girls cool were show. great looking, <laughs> right? But this Kickstarter JF is not great looking. Do you like that segue? Absolutely. That, that trampoline. Um, Adam Carolla has teamed up with Dennis Prager, which is a, a apparently a big. Uh, conservative guy well it sounds like a serial killer is what he sounds like um this okay so what they're doing is they're going around to college campuses and doing talks and they're filming it and they're selling that film and uh dennis prager that's it the brooklyn choker that's what he sounds that's that's the entire uh thing right so this is a doc it's a documentary about how pc culture has gotten carried away and everyone's everyone's a big time pussy now and um there's everybody wants their safe space and they don't want to they don't want someone to scream the n-word in their face and they don't want to you know there's a special irony to going on tour decrying safe spaces um when people are like knifing each other in the face (laughs) 
Yeah. Like taking assault rifles into bars and stuff. I don't know. It's kind of weird to to be this upset about um, about uh, uh, young people having a cause to rally around when um yeah you know, when people are getting blown up. Yeah. Seems like maybe you should pick your battles. Like the the answer is to be uh, more vicious, more shitty, to yeah. to ramp it up. That's the that's what we should be doing. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I offend you? Wow. Oh, you're bleeding. Uh, your guts are all over the place. Oh, oh, you need oh. a safe space. Oh, you didn't you didn't like it when I came into your daughter's recital and uh, took a, a baseball bat to the violin teacher. Oh, you didn't like that. Well, let me just bring a bomb next time. Liberals. Um, they're going on. A, they're going on a, like a college campus tour, right? And they're doing these talks. Um, and they're shooting this film. Well, it's probably. Gonna, the college kids are probably going to love this, uh, where the old guys come to the college and say, fuck you. <laughs> what are the t- yeah. How much do the tickets cost? But Adam Carolla is cool, right? It's kind of interesting um, that Adam Carolla, who, um, you probably don't know this, but he's actually like a big car guy. Um, is he? So not in the sense of Jay Leno. Uh, so... Jay Leno has... He just likes big cars, like large. He likes Tonka trucks. Uh, No, so Jay Leno is famous for having a a massive car collection. Yeah. So a variety of cars that even other car collectors don't find interesting, but he does for whatever reason, like old, you know, fire engines and uh, crazy steam-powered automobiles and stuff from the 1910s and uh, stuff like that. But Corolla... Um, he doesn't have as many cars, but he has some of the most expensive cars on the planet. Um, so expensive, in fact, was his most recent car purchase that he had to sell two other rare cars to afford it. And that's true. (laughs) This guy loves cars. Don't you hate when you want to buy a Ferrari, but you have to sell one Ferrari and one Porsche? Yeah. Yeah. That's what gets on my nerves. But actually, since he lives in L.A., and, uh, and I mean, he probably doesn't have Jay Leno money. He was on The Tonight Show for 20 years. So he can't afford to have this massive uh, hangar for cars out by the airport. Um, he couldn't afford that. But what he could afford was to uh, put a custom hydraulic garage in his home where his <laughs> his Ferrari literally Fuck. comes up out of the ground. <sighs> And he can he stores it in his living room, and then he can just drive right out on the street. But hey, look. Anyways, for twenty five bucks, you get a digital download of the film. You'll get a coloring book. Um, you'll get, I think, a big turd mailed yeah. to you. They'll mail you a turd. The official Safe Spaces coloring book is the must have for every quote triggered and aggrieved college student. Really sticking it to these uh, college students. To uh, the people who will ostensibly be in the audience. <laughs> Crayons not included, especially the white ones. Nice. Nice, Adam. That was really cool. They should hook up with those guys who were doing... Did we do this on the show? The um, the color, the crayons that were... Did we fucking do that on the show? I don't think we did that. Oh, man. I really... There, there's a Kickstarter out there, and if you if it wasn't on the show, uh, check on Kickstarter. It's something where it's like, um, like millennial crayons or something like that, where mm-hmm. there aren't white ones. Isn't it the same joke? Oh. Really original joke, though. Um, oh, Offensive Crayons. That's what it was. I think we did do this on the show. Um, offensive Crayons. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, say goodbye to your politically correct old... 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, gone... say, say goodbye to your politically correct crayons. Yeah. Uh, see gone, gone are the safe colors like goldenrod or red. Now we have travel ban brown and privilege exclusively for our Caucasian backers. Yeah. That's good. Uh, there's a middle finger on the thing. What? They can't do that. Oh, yeah, they can, buddy. Um, so, anyways, needless to say, uh, 6,000 out of 3,500 uh, with 18 days are ago. You do, I'm are sorry, you doing, I don't mean to hijack your fucking thing. Are you hijacking my... I'm sorry, go on. All right. Um, hey, so all that money and everything, uh, it's whatever. Uh, this guy needs your help. So dig deep, uh, all you college students, if you want this guy to come to your college campus. It says, for obvious reasons, Hollywood won't be financing a film that calls out the hysteria and indoctrination taking place at universities. They won't finance that. I wonder why they wouldn't finance uh, a movie called uh, No Safe Spaces about college. Maybe because it uh, sucks. Maybe because it sucks. Well, that's your opinion. Okay, so just I, I want to go back and correct a detail here. Uh, Corolla actually had to sell uh, five vintage Lamborghinis uh, to pull in $4.3 million in order to go towards some of the purchase of Paul Newman's uh, Le Mans winning Porsche 935, a uh, one-of-a-kind uh, racing car, the only one ever to be sponsored by Apple Incorporated. Um, so if you have... You know, three hundred thousand, all the way up to one point four million. You know, you could be uh, at the hammer for some of uh, Adam Carolla's famous vintage Lamborghinis. Look, look, he says movies are expensive to make, distribute, and market. Uh, why Michael Moore spent around six million making Fahrenheit nine eleven, and he'll likely have a bigger budget for his next film. Yeah, and plus he's a liberal, <laughs> and, and he he's says fat. that. He says our budget is much smaller. Now, what were those? Uh, what were those numbers again on those cars? Okay, you, well, so Michael Moore spent around six million dollars making Fahrenheit nine eleven, but Corolla is only going to get four million for his rare Lamborghinis. So you can see why they need your help. So well, what is the total amount they need here? Two million, just six minus four. I'm guessing. Uh, five hundred thousand, which is paltry. I mean, wow! Think about how many vintage race car uh, Porsches you could get. For, I mean, not you couldn't get one, but you could get some of it. Maybe a tire <laughs> or something. A valve cap. Oh God, I love those valve caps. Uh, they offer. They're they're also going to give away no safe space. It's college T-shirt, which is uh has the iconic you know the college. Uh, it just says college on the, the front. The John Belushi yeah. style college yeah. lettering. But it has a uh, a pacifier under, right underneath that. Really, really. Uh, now that's funny. Really uh, making a statement here. Uh, you also get a, a diploma from Utopia University, <laughs> which is a, a joke from the film where he says uh, it's like uh, universities are safe spaces, and uh, utopias where uh, all ideas are heard and whatever. So that's that's uh, funny, and it's going to be great to explain to somebody when they see it in your house, right? Oh, hey, man, uh, that's cool. It looks like you uh, you graduated. I don't remember you doing that. Was it like an online? University? Oh no, it was. Uh, it's from a, a movie uh, by Adam Carolla and oh, some and some other the guy. Man Show guy. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's about uh, uh, colleges. So and you bought this. Well, let me. Under, I mean, it's only seventy five dollars, 
So, wow, aren't you in like massive amounts of credit card debt? Uh, doesn't really matter. What? Okay. Uh, so you can see why uh, this is a good uh, Kickstarter. I'm going to give it the old thumbs up. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people think that Kickstarter is like for charities, and they're right. This is a great charity to donate your money to. So definitely check that out. <laughs> what? Um, what do you got? Okay. Well, it's funny that you picked a movie, and we and I want to stress how much we don't coordinate this. Um, but I think it's pretty obvious. Well, from the, from the outset. But I went I went with a movie theme. Uh huh. This time around, I'm 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 really on a movie kick. Uh, I guess I got a taste of that famous popcorn, and now I'm just addicted to it. So love that stuff. The movies, I mean, I tasted the popcorn, and now I want to. All I want to do is watch movies now. Yeah. I'm sort of like a um, like a vampire for movies. Is any of this tracking? Does that make sense at all? It makes complete sense. To I me. was bitten by a radioactive popcorn kernel, and now yeah. I just can't stop the pop. So, this one is called "Make America Great Again: The Movie" by Mark Wilson. And I really want to emphasize this guy's name is Mark Wilson because he deleted his account, and so he's probably ashamed of this. And so I want to make sure people know that Mark Wilson did this. <laughs> So this is from uh, before Donald Trump was elected president, which I believe already happened. Is it by the time by the time we record this, Donald yeah, Trump will be the president. He right? will have been president for a number of days. Okay, so when this comes out, you'll be in a world where Trump is the president. What's that like? I do not envy you guys. That's hard to imagine. Um, so, anyways, this is from a pre-Trump presidency. It sounds weird even saying it. Uh, world, um, and so this guy really wants to get the message out about uh, Donald Trump, the real message, you know, which is it's sorely lacking in today's media. So he says here, just let me read from this copy. The liberal media wants you to believe their biased portrait of Donald Trump, but millions of people have seen the truth. Donald Trump is a man who wants to make America great again. Help us show America and the world who Donald Trump really is. Uh, this film goes behind the scenes of the campaign, gives an inside look into the Trump family, the Trump's charity work, the Trump business world, and will also provide inside access to Trump's first 100 days in office once we help him get elected as president of the United States of America. Well, wishful thinking there. Yeah, good luck. Um, there is the potential for a rigged election. That's interesting that he would say that. If that is the case, and the killery machine steals it, I think he's referring to Hillary Clinton here. <laughs> We will change our mission from detailing the first 100 days in office to documenting the fraud. This is just as, if not more important, so please help. So this guy was really intent on perhaps proving some kind of fraudulent um, election dealings. Um, yeah. So that's really interesting. Um, anyway, so if you go, if you, it, it did not get its funding, or at least it was canceled in advance of getting the funding. Uh, and Mark Wilson writes... In his updates, um, let me just give you a rundown of the updates. November 3rd, he launched the project. November 6th, he says, thank God for Patriots. Um, let's see, they put out an incredible promotion of a Mossberg MVP. What is that? That looks like a shotgun. shotgun yeah. So, uh, so people were, oh, I see what is going on here. The people were buying shotguns, and and it showed up on this Kickstarter. So... They got five donors, and I guess that just means they sold five shotguns. So that's kind of weird, but <laughs> that's fucking weird. That's really strange. Uh, I don't Some even weird money laundering. I'm shit. not sure how that would work. Um, then later on November sixth, he says rewards. Check out our latest reward. I don't lie like Hillary Clinton. What's the reward? 
that's a good question. What were the rewards here? MAGA the movie, a uh, free copy of the movie at 25 bucks. For 100 bucks, you get a private screening. So that's cool. Uh, for 189 Second Amendment Surprise Pack number two. This tactical <laughs> reward is one we're sure you'll like. Don't miss out. Then tactical 199 reward pack. Okay, so these were the shotguns they were selling. Okay, all right. 250 or more meet and greet come to the private screening. So, okay, so that announcement was about the guns, I'm guessing. This guy's selling guns. <laughs> Have you ever seen on, you know, on Craigslist, you can't advertise guns. You can't? You cannot sell guns on, firearms are prohibited on Craigslist. So if you go on Craigslist, uh, it's funny because we live in Nashville where a lot of people like to have guns and sell guns and buy guns. You can go on there and they'll say, hey, I'm selling my truck. I'm trading. I'm interested in trades. I will totally trade my GMC Sonoma for Boom Boom Sticks. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? I've never seen that. That's crazy. Yeah, people do that kind of dumb shit all the time. Uh, loud, like loud bangers, things that go boom. That's all right. I'm serious. <laughs> uh, anyways, and then the last update on here from November 9th. Uh, now, election day is November 8th. Is that right, Mike? I believe it is. Okay. Uh, coming up. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, the timeline's getting confusing now. November 9th, it says project canceled. And so that's strange. They were on their way to their goal with all those shotgun sales. We've recently discovered some frightening revelations about Donald Trump during our filming. I can no longer continue with his project. Good luck to all our backers. So, um, I don't know what Mark Wilson was that's doing weird. on this one. Yeah. You know, when I first saw this, I thought maybe he uh, had heard that Donald Trump... Uh, rigged the election like the killery machine might do yeah but now that i that i i figured out this shotgun hustle i'm kind of concerned that maybe this guy was uh selling guns online and then he just canceled it and then he just canceled it once he sold all of his guns or maybe there's something else going on <laughs> wow did you, did you like that yeah that was really it was good kind of a uh Kind of a delay there, but... No, I didn't hear that. You didn't hear it? Maybe there was something else going on. And yeah. that was, and that was the, the X-Files. That was, yeah. Is it, you think it works? Yeah. All right, we'll keep it in. <clears throat> and we'll keep this in, too, talking about keeping that in. Uh, and let's keep everything in, Mike, moving All forward. Right. All right. Jeff, you know I'm a gamer. You're a big game wad. Uh, you know I'm always gaming. Well, I'm looking right now. You got the PS4 controller right in here. Got the PS4 controller in here. Yeah, you want to take a break and just game right now? I do. Okay, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more of your Kickstarter sucks right after this. And we're back. Thank you. Had a quick game sesh. I whipped your ass 4,000 to zero. That was fun. (laughs) What you were saying? Um, I'm a big gamer. Uh, I love games. I love playing them. And you know it, and I know it. And the world knows it too. So that's... And it's true. And so... And the world knows it as well. Did you say that? Yes, I did. Okay. JF, this one's called Ice Hawk Gaming. Uh, The middle finger gaming gloves. Gaming gear that provides unparalleled comfort and improves in performance by giving you better grip and control. Yeah, that seems like um, addressing the real problem of not having good enough grip. Yeah. Doesn't it seem like... like 10 console generations on we'd have figured out the grip thing but no we're still making these controllers that don't soak up my fucking 
oily, gross hand skin fucking uh, the oils. If there was any Nasty. way that the controller could dispense a Dorito right into my mouth, that would be great. Um, This guy's controller is not even on in this video. Listen, don't fool me. Wow. This guy's in the, the guy really in this are video, a gamer. The guy in this video is playing a PS4 controller. PS4 has a light bar on it. The light bar is not even on. He's acting like he's playing. Mike. Sorry. Uh, you know how you know how passionate I am about gaming. When it comes to gaming. And that's why I'm uh, going all in on Icehawk Gaming Middle Finger Gaming Gloves. Going all in, that means you're, you're buying them up. I'm buying them up. Well, you know, uh, if this were just some fly-by-night operation, maybe it would be a little risky to buy some expensive gaming gloves. But knowing this comes from... Um, from Icehawk Gaming. Yeah. The brand we all love. I feel a little more comfortable. I mean, what else has Icehawk Gaming done for the gaming world? Uh, that is it. That's their only... And I mean, when you specialize in something, well, why do you need to go and do other things, you know? I guess that's true. Just kind of like how Microsoft your... only makes games, and that's why they're so good. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, these gloves... These gloves address a, a ton of issues that us gamers have. Uh, thumb thumb support. Uh, ah, my thumb. Sweat. Ah, my thumb's sweaty, sweaty hands. Um, looking not so cool. Not being able to put your middle finger up and have a glove on that just that finger. Oh yeah. So there's lots of reasons why you would want to have these. Now, does this do these gloves work with the PlayStation and the Xbox? Um, no, they, they don't. Okay. So this is just, they're just. It is for, uh. How does it work? Okay, so. They, How do you charge them? They, so, you don't charge them. Okay. okay. They're just, uh. Well, okay, because they're Bluetooth. They're just regular, uh, they're just regular gloves. Oh, but they're for, like, virtual reality. Like, they go, they go with the system and you, 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 do they track your movement? It's for, uh, reality. Yeah, um, and what it what it does is it improves the grip. Uh, so, okay, pretty so, cool. Huh? Okay, so just like a standard glove, except for they um, they're saving money on three of the fingers. Yeah, they're completely fingerless except for the thumb and the middle finger because you got to get the thumb out. Do you do the thumb out or do you do you're done for flipping thumb, somebody the off. thumb in when you flip somebody? Oh yeah. You do the you do the know. thumb in. I have to test it first. Let me flip you off, you bitch. Fuck you. Fuck you, dude. Hey, cut me off. Hey, Pretend like you, you cut dude. me off. Fuck you, dude. Fuck oh, you, yeah, dude. I do thumb in. Yeah, you do the thumb in. Okay, yeah. I do the thumb out. It feels weird. Feels weird Let doing. Let me see your finger. In. You got a good finger. See, mine sucks. This sucks. Man, that's a little. It's small, that? right? Look at that shit. Jesus I got a small... Christ. It's small... Jesus it's really Christ. small. It's a bad finger. All right. You I'm need ashamed. these gloves. I need these gloves so bad. Um, it's got digital leather on there, it said. <laughs> Did you see that? It says... It says all kinds of shit. $20,000. Is what they want. That's what they want. 13 days to go. Okay. So probably not. Maybe aiming a bit high for fingerless gloves. Yeah. Twenty grand. I don't know. Seems like a lot. It's so weird, man. It's such a weird market, I guess. I mean, they make like those fucking high back gamer chairs. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I'm in one right now. It's what you got me sitting in. <laughs> it barely fits in the closet, but thank you for wheeling it in for me. 
this uh, this Kickstarter says, "Who the f- are you?" And has a bunch of symbols there. Who want, the b? He didn't want to curse. Um, the truth is, I'm no one of note. All right. Well, nice knowing you, John. Well, well, now hang President on. President of Ice Hog Gaming. Well, and hang on now. He says, I'm not an inventor. I'm not an engineer. I'm okay. not an artisan. I'm no skilled artisan. Wow. Uh, really? I'm not <laughs> known to rock confident. the microphone. Cool. Uh, so, this, this is a, uh, so he's basically a schmuck. Yeah. But well, he wholeheartedly believes in the product. Oh, well, that's worth 15. Give him the remaining 15 grand. I believe. All right. I'm all in. Give him just give him our Patreon password and wish him the best of luck. <laughs> Four thousand dollars of the twenty thousand dollar goal thirteen days ago. Probably not. Sorry, Ice Hawk Gaming Gloves. Sorry, bud. All right. Well, you know, at least he's trying to make the world a better place. Yeah. What have you done that's so great? Uh, I guess uh, created this podcast. Oh well. So, don't really have brought, to get... sorry, just brought joy into people's lives. I guess we don't have to get into who actually so, created uh, the podcast. But... 70,000 followers, Mike, uh, Twitter. So, I mean. <laughs> Let's go back and read some of your old posts. Nah. Do you want to do that? do that? What do you have for us next, JF? Okay, so like I said, I'm all movies all the time over here. I'm an American werewolf in movie town, and I'm super stoked <laughs> for all the films. Uh, this one right here is uh, it's a parody film, and I will go ahead and tell you up front in case you're curious. It is a little bit older. Yeah. So this is from 2015. So if the reference sounds a little weird to you, that's why. Um, now let me ask you this. Do you remember the famous movie American Sniper? I, uh, I do remember it. I d- I've never watched it. I've never watched it either, but uh, Bradley Cooper... Is the gentleman's name, right? Yeah. And now he was in... Um, <clears throat> uh, he was in Wet Hot American Summer. Uh, your friend Jake Fogelness worked on that. Is that right? <laughs> that's that's correct. Okay, so your, your buddy Jake... So you, you're basically... What is this? Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon? So how many is that? Like two? That's two basically degrees. Basically Bradley Cooper at this point. Yeah, and Bradley Cooper was the raccoon. And... And Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. number one and two. And the state animal of Tennessee, the state in which we live, is none other than the famous raccoon. Is so, it true? That is true, actually, yeah. it's kind of, You know how uh, the Titans mascot is T-Rack? Yeah. Have you ever noticed how that's a raccoon? Oh, yeah. I guess I... Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, it is really interesting. <laughs> anyway. Well, for more of that, catch Jesse's uh, side <laughs> podcast, History's Mysteries. And... Uh, our nation's greatest animals. Yeah. I'm really into animals these days. It's like I was bitten by a radioactive animal. I've been really into them. <laughs> so, uh, American Sniper was the heartwarming tale of a mass murderer um, yeah. who uh, was given carte blanche by an out-of-control government <laughs> eager to oppress and control its citizens. That's right. It kicks ass. It fucking rocks balls. And, Explosions fucking everywhere, dude. Oh, fuck yeah. And this one is, um, this is along the same lines. This one is, uh, it's a little bit different, though, you might know. Like I said, it's a parody film. Uh, this is called American Snipper. Uh, a Barber's yeah. Tale. Uh-huh. And this project was canceled. So that's weird. Hmm. Uh, so this is a uh, joke. 
Um, this guy wanted a hundred dollars. I think this guy actually just wanted one hundred dollars. <laughs> is what I'm what I'm guessing. But I'll read you some of the copy here. Uh, this is supposed to be funny. <laughs> it's always good when you have to preface that. With, uh... Yeah. Go ahead. That I think isn't that what Kramer said when he first started. Yeah, the... hey, this is supposed to be funny. So <laughs> you guys could yuck it up. The idea came to me when I responded to an online argument about the movie American Sniper. Uh, so this guy's a genius, obviously, that he's arguing about American Sniper online. <laughs> uh, and I said someone should make a movie about a barber called American Snipper. Jesus, just from a pun, that's where he... I'm not sure if anyone else will find a pun-based response to all the arguments <laughs> surrounding that movie as funny as I do, but here it is nonetheless. This is an anti-hate film aimed at every side of every argument ever. Maybe biting off a little bit more than he can chew with every argument ever. Uh, so this guy's real funny. Uh, if we make $500, I will appear in the film wearing a fancy hat. If we make $5,000, I will have the names of all the $1,000 backers embroidered on the hat. If we make more than this, I may need a bigger hat. Uh, we're going to need a bigger hat from Jaws. Yeah. Um, if we make $10,000, I will try to find a real barber and a real Muslim to appear in the show. What was he going to do before that? Get um, a fake Muslim? Probably a fake Muslim. And also he says show, but it's a movie. So I think he probably started to peter out right along, right about the third sentence. I think he forgot what he was doing. Uh, if we make $100,000, I will bring in professionals. <laughs> okay. If we make more than $200,000, I will approach Ben Affleck to play the American snipper. If, I'm, oh if we make 500000 I will approach President Obama to play the part of both the snipper and the Muslim getting a haircut. Yikes. Now, hang on. We're still going. <laughs> if we make $600,000, I will approach Morgan Freeman to play the snipper and Oprah to play the Muslim. Now, this guy is random. If we make more than 700000 I will approach King Abdullah II of Jordan to play the Muslim. Uh, and finally, if we make more than $800,000... I will approach the epic bacon monkey cheese <laughs> to be the purple spoon dishwasher of the film. Um, it just, really says that. I made one of those up. Uh, risks and challenges, he says here. I won't lie. I've never done a show like this before. Again, it's he says show. Be, it's supposed to be a movie. Yeah. Pretty sure it's supposed to be a movie. Um, it's weird to refer to a movie as a show. Uh, so you can see he's inexperienced. He doesn't even know what to call it. At the $100 level, he says, I can't guarantee a real snipper. Or a real Muslim. They might just be cardboard cutouts. And this did not get funded. I didn't get funded. Yeah. Um, oh, boy. Uh, if you pledged $10,000, you could get a haircut in the show before the Muslim. The Muslim. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. So which side of the American sniper argument online do you think this guy was on? <laughs> just curious. <laughs> what do you think? Hey, for $100, you can choose a pair of scissors. Now, this is just, I mean, you can choose a pair of scissors that will appear in the show. Any pair? Even my favorite pair? That's cool. Uh, and and the, the fellow who did this actually has a couple other Kickstarters that seem really kick-ass. Uh, let's see, he, he started up the Exile Empire. What is that? Well, it's a science fiction novel set several hundred years in the future. With space Muslims. <laughs> this guy's just very racist. Yeah, this guy's cool. Um, so that's some shitty book. 
And then the <laughs> the Wandering Realms. Well, so it takes place in the Hyperion Empire following the events of the Exile Empire. Oh. After the destruction of the human civilizations before the Phoenix War, billions <laughs> of humans were displaced into unknown space. So this is actually actually fucking badass. <laughs> and that was a comic that didn't get funded. He won 17,000 bucks from that. From a from 17,000 to 100. Right. This guy's trying anything. Cuz he actually got more than 100 on that $17,000 one. So he's like, "Well, I just figured out a great way to make 100 bucks." Yeah. I'll say the Muslim a lot. Should have tossed in some guns. For every two hundred dollar donation, you uh, you get a shotgun that says the Muslim on it, and you also get a haircut. Who cares? So what do you got, Mike? JF. This one is has, this one. I'm gonna, this one has been funded. Okay. So okay. So everybody settle the fuck down. The market has decided that this is a good idea. But I don't see it. I don't think it's a good idea at all. I think it's uh, the opposite. Of well, why don't you get idea. a fucking show and talk about it then? I think it's uh, whatever that is. Um, this is a. It's called the refill. R e e f i l l. Ditch bottled water for good. Get out of here. It says. Hey, you're out of here, bottled water. We're gonna need a bigger boat. You're fired. <laughs> um. So. It, what it is, um, JF, is, is it, they have eight water stations placed around New York, right? Um, well, that should pretty much cover it. That should that should be enough for everybody. Um, I've actually never been to New York. It is a small place. Is that right? <laughs> well, you know, I lived there for a time. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I didn't know. I thought you lived in Brooklyn. Uh, we'll get into that after the show. <laughs> Uh, this is a, uh, it's a, not, it's not a smart water bottle, so don't, don't start, don't say that. It's not a smart water bottle, don't say that. Got it. It's a water bottle with an app, so. I thought we were getting rid of water bottles, though. Yeah, well, not this one. Okay. Um, ditch plastic and get on this thing. God, I'm so confused about what this is. You haven't even said a word. Can you yeah, please tell me what this is? I'm dying. Please tell me what this is. Uh, it is a water bottle... Uh, it's a water service, okay? Oh, hell yeah. So you sign up for, I think it's $2 a month, and you can visit any of these eight water stations around New York and get as much water as you can, as you can carry in your, in your water bottle. Or you can use any bottle. Can you use any bottle? Do you know that? You can, actually. Um, so it's not like... It's kind of, it's like I guess it's I guess it's good, right? You seem like you don't know what this is. But <laughs> do you know what this is? I know what this is. Okay. Um, what is this? <laughs> refill. Is it a bottle? It's it's not a bottle. It's a service. All right? But there is a bottle you can buy. There is a bottle you can buy. They so there is a bottle. You. They send it to you when you sign up for this service, okay? You get a bottle. You also get an app download. And it, it the app is cool, right? Oh boy. I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, I'm struggling. This, um this is a it's a water bottle. Bottle. With a service. It's bottle service. Attached to it. Right? It's bottle service. Yeah. I heard about this. And but you have to be in New York. Yeah, you have to be in New York uh right now. But Maybe what if you're not? In the future. If you're not in New York, is it still okay to no, buy? No, you can't use it. Okay. So, but you could still have, use the bottle. 
Well, you could still use the bottle, but and you could not... still pay the two dollars a month. But okay. uh, you I'm... will not get. Okay, so let me just do this. Yeah, I want to give you. I want to give you fifty nine dollars. <laughs> now what happens? <laughs> just tell me what happens, please. Okay, fifty nine dollars. You get five years of an un- unlimited access to cold filtered water on the go, from but only old... from where they are. From only the refill stations that are around New York. So I it's have actually to not to New even New York. It's it's the village in New York. So I have to go to New York. That's correct. Well, I don't think fifty nine dollars is going to get me there. <clears throat> well, then you you're going to miss out on the uh, five years of unlimited access. But I do get water. a bottle. You do get a bottle. Or I can, wait. Now hang on. Scroll up. Uh, it says so. You okay? You can get a bottle, or you can get. Brooklyn artist Juan Miguel Marines under the influence of plastic bottle. Pretty cool, huh? So I can either get a bottle or a bottle. That's right. And do either of those bot do both of those bottles come with the service? <laughs> I think that, I think that both I think that it's an either or sitch, right? They send you a bottle. They send you a bottle, yeah. Your choice of a refill bottle, one of their shitty fucking stupid bottles. Or this one by this Brooklyn artist, Juan Miguel. Pretty cool. Marin. You've got his last name. Yeah, whatever. Uh, five years membership on that, so... And that's unlimited. It's un- it's unlimited water. <laughs> that's right. Pretty cool, huh? No, I think I'm losing my mind. Um, I think I died. <laughs> it's, it's not that hard, alright? Does the artist bottle also include access to the water places? You can use... <laughs> Now, I'm going to explain this one more time. You can use any bottle, right? Any bottle, bucket. What do you mean you can um, use any bottle? You go up to one of these water stations, and you click it on your phone, and say, I want some water, please. You have to type out, I want some water, please. Okay. And then the water station will say, okay, here's some water, you stupid bitch. And it'll start <laughs> spitting out this water. And what you catch it in, that's up to you. As long as you subscribe to the service. As long as you subscribe to the service. So that's cool. So it takes the familiar utility of water, uh, Mm -hmm. which you can get for a very low cost based on how much you use, not based on a monthly fee, and which also comes to your home, which is very convenient because that's where you live typically. Yeah. uh, and, And commercializes it by saying, we're going to charge you the same no matter what you use, even if you use none of the water. And also, you have to come to us. That's correct. So it's pretty cool, as you can see. Yeah, that's actually super sick. I love it. <laughs> but look, so what is it? Okay, so you said you weren't sure if it was good or bad. Is it good or is it bad? I think that the idea is very uh, bad, right? But it, it may be good if you, perhaps, if you live in the West Village and uh, enjoy walking around with a water bottle a lot. That is the that is the one group of people who would enjoy this, who would get a use out of this. You live in the West Village and you have a water bottle and you carry it around. You're the core market. Uh, if you live somewhere else, maybe uh, Prospect Heights. Uh, oh my God! Queens. Is, is this dude about to name all these New York neighborhoods? <laughs> okay. Oh shit. Okay. Go. I'm your hype man. Go. Uh, what? You got, um, the, you know, the village. Soho. You have, uh, Soho. You have, um, 
no, bro, you have uh, Gojo. Um, oh, boy. He's losing it. Smoke's coming out of his ears right now. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's good. I well, that's sick. So. I'm going to buy my ticket right now. Uh, looks like tickets are about 400 bucks to get up to New York. To get some... To get some of this water. Well, yeah, but because I'm, cause you said I can use any bottle I want, right? Yeah. But I have to get the subscription. That's correct. And a plane ticket. It, and you, I mean, you can get a lifetime membership for 179 bucks. Lifetime, a lifetime of water. That's a lifetime of water. Wow, that's amazing. You'll never want for water for as long as you live. Can you, can you imagine that? Yeah, that's uh, actually kind of a tautology, right? Because um, if I die because I don't have any water, then they... S- so basically, they have an incentive to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So these guys are going to murder me. For $179. They will kill me. That's not bad. Uh, the You can set... What is some other things here? You can set a, a reminder. It'll remind you to take your water bottle with you. That's kind of cool. In case you're a fucking moron. You forget a, a moron in New York City. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Uh, if you say you just have a water bottle and you see one of these, um, <clears throat> see one of these water stations when you're walking around. Oh, I'm in New York. I love I love New York. And you're walking around and you have a water bottle and you have uh, the water station there. You cannot get water out of it unless you have your phone. I mean, nobody doesn't have their phone, but uh, just the idea of that is kind of funny. Uh, it seems good to me. I, I don't know. I don't know when you would have a water bottle and not a phone, but uh, the the fact that you can't get water out of it unless you have your phone is funny to me. They should um, they should change that a little bit. They should change that up. Where um, what's something that you always should do? like? Uh, okay, how about this? Uh, just just thinking out loud. Tell me if you think this is good or not. You should have to have your phone with you if you want water, but they should also make you dial the number for your grandma and like talk to her <laughs> don't yeah. you think yeah like do some good too right <clears throat> well they do do good they um donate a portion of the proceeds to uh water.org or whatever it is the water conservation so they're kind of good okay so you too. really did the research you really pounded the payment on this yeah you, i did water.org or whatever is that what you said that's correct that's the official name for it great and uh Really good. Look this this look at this part. Uh, can't this is in the fact? Can't I just drink tap water from home, work, or school? You That's a great, you uh, moron. It's a great question. I didn't even think about that. Um, of course, we support any option where people drink tap over bottled water, which often comes from the tap too, by the way. But sometimes it can be tough to find places to fill up away from home, work, or school. So. Uh, sometimes it can be tough to find places to fill up your water bottle, uh, which is why we created these eight uh, water stations <laughs> across the whole of New York. So, Man, that is so sick. I'm really glad that people like that exist. Yeah. All right. Well, so let me finish this off here. Uh, like I said, I'm still way into the movie zone. I bought a ticket for the movie zone. <laughs> And I'm sneaking into other movie zones as well, so I'm getting a lot of bang for my buck here. Um, this one is called A Neighborhood Story, in parentheses, A Mafia Tale. So, and, and now you're familiar with the Mafia, right? Yeah. Okay, settle down. 
So this is a ma- this is a mafia tale, a neighborhood story, uh, by Jimmy uh, Ganker. What? Help me out here. You lived in New York. Well, it's obviously Jen Carelli. Jimmy Gincarelli. All right. So this guy, he says he's got a company called Solax Pictures, um, and they're presently in talks with a major film studio to reshoot this Ooh. movie with a major star. Oh, wow. So the fact that he said reshoot this movie indicates that they have already made the movie. Yeah. And in order to prove that, Jimmy Gincarelli has done the extremely smart thing of putting the entire movie up on their Kickstarter page. So, you know how with intellectual property, how you can just put it anywhere and it's fine? Yeah. And you know how um, if you're ever in talks with a studio to sell them a movie, one of the things they like to do is to have you go ahead and put that movie up on a website so everybody can look at it and watch it for free? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's what he did. So, um, he also, their email address is solaxpictures at yahoo.com or jimmygencarelli at gmail.com. And he, he goes ahead and, and does you the... He's got two emails. So you know he's kind of legit already. And actually, the, the two email thing will uh, come into play if you pay attention. Do you remember to how the... people would have like uh, two or three phones? Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, that guy's really important. Yeah, phone uh, in the bathroom. Same thing with uh, how many email addresses you have. It's the exact same. It's the exact same. People are like, "Wow, he's got three. He's got three emails. That guy's got to be emailing all day long." Yeah, just I mean, it takes that long just to check them, much less write them. <laughs> so this story is a mafia tale. It's a true story, Jimmy says. But hey, is there any really such thing as a true story when you're talking about, you know, the famous families <clears throat> of New York City? Yeah. As I said, I've never been to New York. <laughs> This is a true story about an Italian neighborhood on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, situated between the Brooklyn and Manhattan Bridges. Now, does that sound right to you, Mike? Uh, yeah, sure. Does that check out? Yeah, that's, I'm the I'm the New York expert. In fact, they had a baseball team called the Two Bridges. Are that, you asking me if that's... That's what he says. I'm just asking, okay. trying to fact check. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. It takes place between the years of 1960 and 1990 when I was growing up in a mafia neighborhood. Are you asking me? <laughs> what? I don't fucking know. What do you mean? I'm just reading the thing. I'm Okay. <laughs> it's the story how these people live their lives. How they brought up their old world customs and traditions into the 20th century and lived in the shadow of their heritage. The people lived and died by the codes and unwritten rules laid down by the underworld that controlled their everyday lives. The good, bad, and evil weaved everyone together in this environment and ruled their lives with an iron fist. Holy shit. That's, that's a lot. That's Does a- that sound right, though? <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is a classic mafia tale. Uh, some of the great mafia movies out there. The Godfather. Um, Godfather 2. Godfather 3. Godfather 4. Um, the Godfather, um, the Godfather, uh, back in the saddle. That's it. That's the major movies of the series. Um, but you know, it's got some of the great characters from, uh, the world of the mob, you know, some of the famous nicknames, you know, um, and he actually does list a lot of the nicknames. So 
in addition to putting the whole film online, he also gives you uh, all the characters. So you could pretty much uh, you could just write this if you wanted. Um, let's let's read some. Big Joey, Little Joey. That makes sense. Nicky Nut. Uh, yeah, Charlie Toothpick. Polly Polly Black. Yeah, Guy Guy. Uh, Jimmy Ice. Lefty Guns. Tommy Bedbug. Uh, Sally the Wig. Uh, Crazy Ralph. Yeah, Little Al. Spanish Carmine. Are Try- you are you reading the real ones? Are these yeah, real? Yeah, I am. Are these real? These are real. These are on the back of the uh, DVD layout, which is the thumbnail for the video for some reason. Smart. Uh, Charlie Legs, Sally Boy. Is Sally Boy the same as Sally the Wig, does he say? Oh, shit. What kind of... Well, we just picked this apart. Well, a little uh, inconsistency here. So, like I said, the the movie is available on the Kickstarter uh, for ten grand. You uh, would get a partnership, a role in the movie, and a and a part of the production crew. So you'd basically buy yourself a job for ten grand. And uh, if that seems like a lot, it's because they wanted one point five mil. And I'm not sure if that goes. Would you get recouped from that once? Um, once like Lionsgate bought it up or something? Do you think? Yeah. Probably so you're, so. Asking, you're asking me again? Yeah, once Sony Pictures bought this up, you'd probably get reimbursed as an initial investor. <laughs> that's, so. that's correct, yeah. Uh, so what, if you would, Mike, would you would you do us the honor of uh, playing a little bit of this movie? No problem. Yeah, this is Vinnie Boy. I need Death Flesh in the six to win. 200 to win. What do you mean I can't get it in? Are you kidding me or what? No big George, I'm going for it. You sure the butt's in? 201 at Death Flesh in the Sixth. I wonder if they could turn the music up a little bit louder. <laughs> let's, let's move ahead okay. in the in the film and let's see if we can... Oh, they're playing at a card table. They got an open bottle of scotch. Let's see what's going on. Lots of shuffling around. Oh, you know where you guys are? Little Al and uh, Jimmy Ice? Uh, I'm kind of pissed. Uh, I think they did a few days ago. You know, I put my job on the line. And not to say nothing about the feds quizzed me for three hours. You know, they were supposed to pay me in three days. Now they disappeared. Nobody knows, seems to know where they are. Uh, you know what's going on? <laughs> you know, you're another one. You're always jumping the gun. Listen to me. Why don't you take a few days off? Go home. Relax. You're worried about your money, all right? I'll send the word out there. Okay? You got my word on it. I got your word? That's like gold to me, Joe. As long as I know you're with me, I got your word. That's good. Damn. This is, um... It's, uh, really intense. Well, he's got his word. Um, I hope he doesn't double-cross him or anything like that. What, in a movie about the mob? Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. There's some gore in this one. Holy moly. Yeah, I'm just skipping around here. There's a lot oh, of uh, gore. And it's not for kids. Not Don't for show kids, your this kids. movie. Don't show your kids this mafia movie, okay? It's not something you want to do. At least not until they get a major star. <laughs> oh, uh oh. Little nose candy. Uh, he's picking up a gun. Is Where's that a firearm? Look, this is. Uh... I thought this was a family film. Really strange how the audio cut out. Oh! Oh my! That gentleman is deceased. Tell my friend little Tony, this one's on me. He owes me one. 
Hey, get rid of this gun. I got some old sheets in the closet. Let's wrap them up like Egyptian mummy and throw them out the window. That's funny. This poor bastard. Let's shut all the lights so the neighbors don't see what we're doing. Nobody's gonna say anything. Nobody's ever gonna testify. We all live by the same code. I hope. And they all know what that code is. Yeah, that's one of the classic things gangsters do, which is say, uh, oh, hey, don't forget, we're big-time gangsters, so this is all fine. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, don't don't go telling anybody. Hey, don't forget, you're a part of the family. And by family, I mean... The, the mob. The mob mafia, which is what we are, which is why it's okay that we killed that guy in the other room, which was that guy we killed. Why are you talking like that? <laughs> <laughs> this is how I normally talk. Everything is fine. All right, all right, all right. Trust me, it's me. Uh, uh, Calm Eric. <laughs> what would your mafia name be if you could have one? Um, oh, God. Uh, Jesse the Prick. Come, hey, come hey, on. Wow, sorry. <laughs> come on. <laughs> um, how about just Jesse the Meatball? Like, what about that? Is that, is that taken already? That's good. I don't know if it's taken. I'll check. Okay, what do you think? What, do you, what would you be? Uh, Mikey the foot. Oh, now what is is that? Because you got a disabled foot? No, it's because I'm always uh, putting your foot in your mouth. That's like my finisher move, as I just step on you real hard. <laughs> it's just like, ah, Mikey <laughs> stepped on me. That's why we call him Mikey the foot. Is that how you? Why take... wouldn't you call him Mikey the step? Is that why? You, is that that's how you take a guy out? Yeah. So a guy double crosses you. Just step. On his like arm or something like that, real hard. And and what? And he goes ah. Yeah, he's like ah. I see why they call you Mikey the Foot now. And you say that's right. I'm Mikey the Foot, and I'm <laughs> yeah. a part of the mob. And uh, my friend Jesse the Meatball, and you're over there eating a, a giant meatball, just munching on a <laughs> fucking huge hoagie. This is not the time, Jesse. <laughs> I gotta do. I gotta, <laughs> hey, you got your stepping, and I got my meatballs, and we're both a part of the mafia. Don't forget. <laughs> the code so that movie sounds good didn't get funded i don't even how much did it get one i got one dollar one dollar it just is a big fuck you to tom cruise or whoever is about to star in this again who would you pick so we've seen a little bit of the movie mike yeah who would you pick a big hollywood star if you wanted to remake this movie i don't even know why you would it's a modern classic but if you wanted to i actually want to watch this movie i think we should watch it well, you want to you want to do this for a bonus episode? Watch all yeah. of a neighborhood story. I don't see why not. Uh, the the few minutes that we did watch just now were absolutely grating, um, really horrible to sit through. It's a it's shitty B movie quality acting. But I mean, of course, because these guys look. I mean, they're just normal guys. Just normal guys. Um, but maybe they are actually in the mafia. That would be funny, and they're just trying to. You know, when Chris does that in Sopranos, when he tries to. I've never seen The Sopranos. Sopranos. Right. Never seen an episode of it. <sighs> well, I had a great segue there, but... Segue to what? The fucking it. show is over. Okay, that's the six-pack. Goodbye. That's the show. That's the entire show. What more do you want? Hey, the credits are rolling right now. We're we're sitting back here backstage. We're having a, a, a well-deserved cocktail. Mike, what are you drinking over there? Uh, pee-pee. Baby pee. Drinking baby pee? That's awesome. And yeah. uh, myself, 
Uh, I'm smoking a dog turd like a cigar. <laughs> just a celebration of the great show that we just pulled off. I mean, how do we do it once again this week? Right? I don't know. I'll never know. Every week we seem to come through in the clutch, and here we are on our, I guess it's I would say... It's turning out amazing show after amazing show. We've been in this closet for about five hours now. Drenched with sweat. Oh my god. I'm, I mean, I'm sitting in a puddle. I'm concerned about the electronics, quite frankly. Um, that's the show. Check that's us it. out on the various websites that we're on. Okay, well, I'll just do a list. You seem to have forgotten all of yeah. the websites. Mike, what's the name of the show right now? There's what a lot of websites out there, man. What um, year is it? Okay. I know it's the two. It starts a, with a two. Well, you got lucky. Uh, well, for, well, first of all, you can see uh, all the inspiration for the show over at yourkickstartersucks.com. It's got daily updates on there um, from all of all over kickstarter.com. Uh, the best and the worst of the crowdfunding platforms that we love to skewer so viciously on this program. Uh, brought to you in a handy uh, pictorial format every day of the week. So you got to check that out. Uh, great little site. And then, of course, if you want even more of this this uh, wacky, good time, uh, fun craziness, uh, you can get that at patreon.com slash your Kickstarter sucks. For a modest $5 fee, uh, you will you will gain entree to the world of even more Mike and Jesse uh, belly laughs. Right, Mike? That's uh, correct. Thank you also to Gary Anderson. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Gary uh, Gary had to take off, um, and I've been putting the mask on and off, so I didn't really catch when Gary walked out, but I think he was happy when he left with his uh, with his little uh, bit, right? That's correct. Uh, well, he certainly didn't complain when we cut him that $10,000 check. <laughs> that guy does not come cheap. Uh, that's correct. Uh, also, iTunes, uh, your Kickstarter sucks, uh, SoundCloud, yada, yada, yada. That's it. Goodbye. That's it. It's over. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.